Hey, good morning, guys. Coming at you from the Boston Back Bay. It looks kind of funny, the lighting in my hotel room. Um, but Barb and uh, the kids are out getting a coffee right now. So I thought I'd record a, a quick message for you, just encouraging you that uh, what Christ in you is all about, the, the radical transforming of power of God inside you, which is really this journey that we're, the seed of Christ is deposited in man. And then we work this this mystery out with awe and trembling, fear and trembling, it says, where you really realize who you really are. And that's this journey to go from being dominated by the flesh, the flesh realm, which is Esau, the hairy man, the external man, where we're limited by our physical senses and facts and reason to realize that, oh, the whole world molds, shapes, bends, and transforms itself to the heart and mind within, which is the anointing within Christ, the Jesus Christ within us, the the second man from heaven is the Lord from heaven. It literally says the first man is flesh. The second man is the revelation of Christ in you. And this rising up to learn how to live out of the spirit, which is the whole journey of, of the scriptures. You always see the two covenants, the two men, the two brothers, the, uh, this ability for man to, to transcend the limits of what we think is real, the physical world, and, and really live out of the spirit and realize, oh my gosh, we are Israel the man who rules as God by what he sees I in within, which is really an interesting thing. <laughs> so I want to just uh, let's chalk this down to another. You are not limited by anything and can live any life you desire, guys, but also the healing of scriptures. In fact, I, I, I'm still debating, but I may even do a couple on this, a few more. I'm going to talk about being wise as the serpent. <clears throat> you know, we've, I, I think Western Christianity has, has so misunderstood the scriptures you know, where it says the law is a shadow of good things to come, but not the realities themselves. So all of those stories, even the stories of the serpent are about good things to come. Uh oh, what do we do? Because Western Christianity has is, is talked about the serpent as something really bad and the devil and Satan. And, and that's an interesting, if you go look up that, I, I may do a service on that just to heal the scriptures, like I said, where it's not even a negative thing. It's really a fascinating thing when you understand um, what it was. It was, in fact, it literally, it meant completely opaque, meaning you can't see like the Christ in us, the light of Christ can't come. You can't see it because it's clothed within our flesh. It's clothed within this tabernacle where we can't see God. It's hidden. It's within and it's opaque. And so when we're completely limited in life by strictly what our five physical senses tell us, or the facts tell us, um, we, that becomes the adversary, the enemy, the Satan, we're completely opaque. We can't see it. But then we rise into our revelation, the full stature of Jesus Christ is what it says, where we learned how to live out of this. So I may do that. I may not. That's probably enough what you need right there. It's not a negative thing, actually. It's, it's actually positive. And so let me read this to you. I'm going to read a little Hebrew commentary as well on the serpent. Um, like I said, because we took these things as, as literal and they're, they're stories of good things to come. And so let me just even show you, uh, most of you are very familiar with this scripture, Matthew 10, verse 16, it says, be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. <clears throat> and now this is some Hebrew commentary on what the serpent was. So this is so good once you understand it. It says the serpent's ability or snake is to form its skin um, by ossifying a portion of itself and its skill in shedding its skin as it outgrew it. It caused man to regard this reptile as a symbol of power of endless growth and self-reproduction. Where even in, in the Old Testament narratives where it says it was the serpent was wise and so it was a, a picture of wisdom, actually. Man is told, therefore, to be wise as the serpent, learn how to shed his skin, which is the external man, 
Man must learn how to loose him and let him go, how to put off the old man, how to die to that old self. Yet like the serpent, he shall not surely die. Man man has not yet learned that his outside physical body is part of himself, that this world and all of its conditions are the outpicturing of the state of awareness or consciousness within you. What are you you observing within yourself? Where do you spend your quiet time? Where do you spend your self-talk? We, we really don't believe that what I simply picture, this is the whole quantum physics uh, reality, that simply by observing something, it actually becomes physical. That is the strange nature of Christ within us, that we simply can observe something within and the outer world transforms and brings itself to that. <laughs> That's the observer effect, guys. It's so good to me. It's so, it's so beautiful. So anyway, uh, it says, when we know this truth, Man is immortal, therefore he must die endlessly, this, this endless life. For life is a creative idea. It keeps and finds and changing forms. In this Hebrew commentary, in ancient, in ancient times, serpents were associated with the guardianship of treasure or wealth. The injunction to be wise as serpents is the advice of man to awaken to the power of, of his imagination, that which is Christ within you. Like I've showed you in Isaiah and Jeremiah, different things that the Lord, the Father, and our imagination are all equal. They're, they're equalized. They're going, these are the same things, guys. This is the ability of Christ in you. His imagination, like the serpent, grows and outgrows, dies and yet not dies. For from such deaths where we just put down that old life and resurrects alone, the shedding of the old and putting on the new shall come the fulfillment of his dreams and the finding of treasure. Quote, as the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, Genesis 3.1. Equally so, Imagination is the subtle creature of the heavens, which the Lord God has created. Imagination is the creature, they're quoting Romans 8, 20, 24, and 25, was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of whom hath subjected the same in hope. We, have, we are saved by hope. Well, hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, what does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we may not see, then we have patience to wait for it. <clears throat> Although the outer or natural man of senses, Esau, flesh man, limited by your senses, is interlocked with the environment. The inner or spiritual man, your imagination within, is not interlocked. If the interlocking were complete, the charge to be wise as serpents would be vain. We couldn't do it. In other words, we're completely interlocked with our environment. We could not withdraw our attention from the evidence of the senses, meaning take your attention off what's going on and go within and see what you do desire. I'm kind of interpreting this and as I'm reading this and feel ourselves into the situation the unseen state will solidify or bring it out into physical existence as our new environment. Now, this is so good, guys, if you understand it, where to be wise as the serpent was actually a very positive thing, meaning that if you've ever seen a snake shed shed its skin, it's it's really what to them was a picture of the circle of endless life. You die, but not surely die, meaning uh, you died to that old part of you. Maybe maybe you've lived a life of of, uh, lack, you can die to that. You can let that old man, let, let, let the dead bury their dead. I mean, don't worry about anything. You pay attention to what you do want right now as if that old man never even existed. That old you died, but it didn't surely die. Like you didn't experience death. You just experienced a different transition into the life you did want. So that old skin, that old man of you is not even there. And uh, Barb and I were just, we took a couple of days to come out to New York City and Boston to to visit family and go to a couple of Yankees games. We're going to Fenway tonight, Yankees, Red Sox. So this should be really interesting. I'm going to wear my Yankee stuff and, and just get abused. And that'll be fun. So um, that's just fun to me. 
anyway, might be a strange thing of fun for some of you guys, but I just enjoy it because most people are really good natured about it. Just like this friendly battery back and forth. Um, but uh, you can literally just go, I don't even re- recognize how we used to believe because it's not part of us. We don't get emotionally charged by that anymore. So to be wise as the serpent was this endless circle of life where you at any time, guys, at any point, you can go, that's not me. I can shed that old skin and die to myself, but I don't surely die. I didn't experience death. I just experienced a different phase of life. Whereas this endless cycle to be wise as the serpent and harmless as a dove. And harmless as a dove means, hey, you know what? There is a place where there's a win-win. You know, it sounds so good to our hearts and our spirits when we hear that. There's, it must be a win-win. And most people just give it lip service. They don't believe it's actually true. Most, most people are still us versus them, in, out. Um, those, that party, this party, are you in? Are you a believer or brother? Or aren't you a believer or brother? As if there's a, a separation. They haven't read Paul very well where it says there's one body, there's one baptism, there's one death. There's one, we're all one, guys. We're all woven into each other, and everybody responds to what's going on in your heart. If you just decide today to go, you know what? I'm going to observe and feel my life as if I did want it. It effortlessly comes to pass. What I'm observing within Israel, the man who rules as God by what he sees within, that is the observer effect. That's really what the spirit realm is talking about when science is trying to quantify all this. They're going, you know what? We have this mysterious ability that if we simply observe something, it takes the creative ability of Christ in us, the spirit of God within us, and molds it into that with no effort of our own. Now, there might be things that come along, businesses or, or people, whatever, but you literally need to do nothing except observe what you do within, and it happens to you. <laughs> the old nature, that old flesh, that old skin of you, that old person of you, whether it was lack, whether it was right now, you know, you're, you're struggling with health issues, that literally just sheds off and you become what you're paying attention to right now, the new you. And that's being wise as the serpent guys. At any time you can go, this is not my life. From this day forward, I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to enjoy health. I'm going to enjoy abundance. I'm going to enjoy uh, beautiful relationships. And I see them and myself in this beautiful relationship. And we make one little change within, guys. Every part of the world, every packet of energy, every the light of man, the photons of life, that every little thing in the world is, is, is made out of. When you make one little change within yourself, it literally changes at all times, everywhere. Everybody starts to change. The conditions start to change. The spirit actually is moldable and bendable. That old life of you, that old flesh of you, that old life just died. But you didn't die. You just came alive to what you did want. That was being wise as a serpent. And you all have the ability right now, guys, to do it in any part of your life. So if you're, um, uh, Ashley, we were were talking about the prayer group the other day. She she was talking about somebody that she's close to, and they were having trouble with with, uh, um, their boss at work. And, uh, And she just recommended her, said, you know what? Why don't you see your boss telling you and complimenting you about what an amazing job you're doing at work, that, gosh, you're so happy to have you on the team, et cetera. And her reaction was, I couldn't believe how fast it happened. My boss actually started to say exactly what I started to picture in my mind. So where was the challenge? It's within us, guys. It's within us. If we're having challenges with anybody, simply see us, yourself, and this whoever this person is in this beautiful harmony. Then that old life of you dies, that old skin of you, the external sheds. 
and you enter into this new life. You died to that old person, but you didn't surely die. That's the wisdom of the serpent, guys. And that's really just explaining how to live out of the spirit where the natural man is, is put down and the new life, this endlessly creative life brings about in our lives effortlessly. So hopefully that helps guys. God bless you. And then uh, I will be, we, we get home tomorrow. So I will be doing the Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Mountain, which is 6 p.m. Central European Standard Time and the 6 p.m. Mountain, uh, which is 8 p.m. Eastern Time at freedomministries.live and the password is freedom, all lowercase. So God bless you guys. Hopefully that helped, but hey, be as wise as a serpent. He's trying to tell you, you have this ability of Christ in you right now to shed any part of your life you don't want and live this beautiful, magnificent life that he's given us. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Why don't we just grab hold of what we really want in life more than anything? Observe it as if if it's real within us and it becomes with no effort of our own. So God bless you guys.